Have you ever felt like you're overreacting? I'm Leah. And I'm Siobhan. We're two friends navigating our health in our 30s and the changes that have definitely had us feeling like we're overreacting at times. Together, we want to create a safe space where you can listen, connect and explore various women's health topics that can sometimes be misinformed, undereducated or even considered taboo. Now, we're not healthcare professionals, but we'll be sharing our own experiences, the experiences of others and speaking to the experts to help you navigate and validate any health concerns you may have, but most importantly, to remind you that you're not alone. Join us for the ride every month as we work on the courage to say, don't tell me I'm overreacting. Hi everyone and welcome to the very first episode of Don't Don't Tell tell Me I'm Overreacting. Wow, I mean, this has been a bit of a long time coming, hey Siobhan? It really has and the fact that it's taken us about five attempts to do the instruction on its own. (laughs) (laughs) Not the president for the rest of it. Not just that, though. The fact that we were actually supposed to record this yesterday. Oh, yeah. But um, wine and food happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was good, though. It was good. And you know what? You need a little blowout like that every now and then, so I don't even feel guilty for it. No, I'm not guilty for it at all. Now, do you want to start off this first episode? It has a bit of an introduction to us, how we know each other. But first off, we wanted to start with why we're doing this podcast and why obviously we've called it don't tell me i'm overreacting so sib do you want to go first i'll go first yeah um so i hi i'm siobhan (laughs) i am 34 years old and i was diagnosed with premature ovarian insufficiency when i was 33 so well it was last year really back end of last year And basically what that is, for those of you that don't know, is it's perimenopause, but they don't call it perimenopause because to be perimenopausal, you've got to be between the ages of 45 to 51. So if you're any younger than that, they call it premature ovarian insufficiency. Um, So yeah, as you can imagine, learning that when you're 33 years old, that you're actually going through the menopause, uh, it was a bit of a shock. But here we are, and it's uh, provided great content for a uh, podcast. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every every cloud, every cloud. <laughs> it just means that we just get to spend some more time. Together yeah, basically. As well. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And what about you, Leah? Why why are you doing? Why are you here? Why am I here? Why are you here? <laughs> the question on everyone's lips. <laughs> um, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast was because last year. I was also diagnosed when I was 33 with endometriosis, stage four, um, and also ovarian cysts, but they were endometriomas, which are basically blood-filled cysts. Um, Endometriosis, for anybody who's not sure, it's a build-up of uh, your uterus cell lining, um, which also starts growing in different places of the body, so... I've ended up having surgery, which has been like a massive, long journey. Um, And even when I had the surgery, they found it on my diaphragm, which is obviously up by your lungs. So it just shows that this can just be anywhere, really. Um, But yeah, it's been a long journey. There's been a lot of learnings, a lot of uh, crying, (laughs) a lot of a lot of sad times but also like you said you know I feel really good about what we're doing with this and hopefully 
Yeah. Absolutely. If there's anyone who's like listening to the next couple like few episodes that we've got lined up, it might potentially help people and like we said in the intro, to make people just feel like they're not alone. I do find it interesting that we're both, uh, you know, similar age and going through, I know it's not exactly the same condition, but going through like pretty similar experiences. Yeah. Um, And I guess really just the fact that we've had to find a lot of the information out for ourselves as well, which Mm. I think is just ridiculous. Um, It's definitely undereducated as a whole. I find it mad that we talk about our menstrual cycles a lot in school, but we never actually talk about we never actually talk about all the other things that can potentially go wrong. So, yeah, yeah hopefully these uh, podcasts will help to shed some light or maybe just make uh, people a little bit more aware. And if not that, just a, yeah. cathart- a cathartic experience for us. <laughs> well, yeah, time. just a bit of a brain dump for us, really. <laughs> now, we could obviously talk about, like endometriosis and perimenopause at great length but this first episode we wanted to kind of share with you how we know each other and you know why what what are we doing like how who are we basically now it's only until we've really sat down and worked this out that we've known each we've been friends for 17 years and we met when we were 17 years old as well well, no, we didn't meet when we were 17. We met in high yeah, school, Yeah, we met when we were 11. We? Yeah, 11. But we actually became friends when we were proper friends when we were 17, weren't we? Yeah, we bonded and over... I, I was going to say, we're going to tell how we uh, how we actually bonded. <laughs> which, again, I think has um, set the precedent for the rest of the uh, friendship. We walk into the train station in Knotsford. Yeah, we, we used to go to Knotsford High. Knotsford High. Shout out to the Knotsford High Massive. And... Yeah, we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about biscuits and then how you'd make them sound sexual, <laughs> sexual. You know, because that's a life skill that you need. But as if biscuits aren't seductive enough, like we don't need to make them sound even more seductive. Can you remember the biscuits that we did talk about? Cabra's fingers, <laughs> party rings. Oh my goodness! And then we were we, we were we were of uh, legal age. Can I just put I point out we were seventeen? Oh my God, I wondered what you meant then. <laughs> we were just like coming out with these things when we were eleven. This is when we were seventeen. You've not got to be eighteen to eat a jammy dodger. <laughs> <laughs> not in this country. But I think it's mad, like how much our friendship has blossomed, like the amount of things that we've done. And our little rituals that we developed over oh, the yeah. years to name. But like, do you remember the the Monday night? Um, we used to go dancing every Monday night, and then we'd but we'd like spend like three hours dancing. But then can go we just to... put a pause though? Because people might think that when we say dancing, we might we might mean like in the club. No, this was ballroom and Latin dancing because you know yeah. we were really cool teenagers. Actually, no, ballroom and lighting dancing is really cool. I think it's a skill being able to do a chat. It it is, it is. But we used to spend three hours going to, um, where was it? Was it in Bowdoin? Yeah. Cinnamon Club. Cinnamon Club, that's it. And then we would then go back home via Tesco and buy a hoard of chocolate. And I mean, mean, there's a bit of a running theme here in our friendship, really. Biscuits and chocolate. Chocolate milk. Yeah, chocolate milk as well. Mm. And we would watch the film Labyrinth. Because you remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with the power. <laughs> power. I mean, if you're not loving David Bowie and leggings, then I don't know what... I mean, eating chocolate and watching David Bowie, that, that, how, why would you not want to spend your Monday night doing that? But yeah, um, 
So our friendship really blossomed from there, really, didn't it? Yeah, and just things like the amount of nights where we'd be getting ready. And I can't believe the amount of hours that we just spend getting ready and we'd look exactly the same as before. I think that's a skill. I actually think that's a skill. (laughs) I don't think anyone else could do that. No. Like, we definitely put makeup on our face, though, so I don't know why we ended up looking the same. But But it's like, you know, when you see photos and videos of, like... 17-year-olds now or 18-year-olds. They look like they just walked out of MAC makeup. Yeah, and that's I think that's what we thought we looked like and we definitely no. didn't. Well, we, do you remember that, like, that like, glitter eyeliner I used to have as well? And I used to think, like, oh, put that on. I was really made up wearing that. <laughs> 2007 Good massage, times. people. It was harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was no face tune. There were no filters. No. It was just... Uh, you were, you were laid bare, you were laid bare. Glitter eyeliner. But something else I remember about being at your house was like, we'd, we'd sleep over at yours after a night out and then you'd be absolutely chomping at the bit to do your mum's share workout DVD. Oh my God. And I remember just sitting on the sofa and being like, yeah, yeah, I'll just watch you. Like, I'm not doing that. And you'd be so into it. Yeah, I think I actually did get you involved once though. Mm, maybe. I'm sure I did. I think that's amazing. Like, I mean, I think I think you should write Cher a letter um, explaining <laughs> the fact that she's made such a such a big impression on your life. I think she'd read it, maybe. But you know, she did because, to be fair, like, what, I mean, how many years have I been doing it now? Twelve years now down the line, personal trainer. Yeah. So used to teach Zumba as well. Yeah, I think I think um, Cher's got a lot to answer for there. Yeah. Really, I loved those Zumba classes. And you were my guinea pig. Yeah, I loved being your guinea pig for workout DVDs and so much more. Well, whilst we're talking about uh, the weird things that we used to do when we were younger, do you not remember all those stupid videos that you used to, like, spend ages editing on Snapchat? Yeah. And I find it interesting now that that is pretty much what you're now doing as a job. I know, but it's like we've both both made, like, these premonitions about what we're supposed to be doing. So for anyone, well, for anyone who's listening (laughs) and doesn't know... Still listening. (laughs) I am a social media manager, but quite create content for independent businesses. And I'm also a radio presenter. And I'm also... You were on our school radio, actually. I told you remember that. I was, yeah. I remember being really frustrated because I had a set list that I couldn't veer off. Do you remember that uh, set list you made me? Yeah. My birthday. The David Bowie one. Yeah, David. (laughs) Always back to David Bowie. Here we go. CD. So really... We need to thank Cher and David Bowie for both of our, oh, yeah. our success. That's fine now. by me. That's fine by me. I think making that mix CD was like maybe the first off into being a DJ as well. Just um, master of, what they say? Jack of all trades. Master of none. But there's supposed to be like better to be fewer than one or something. I can't remember the last bit of it. <laughs> I think I've ever heard this quote. <laughs> oh, I'll have to get the proper bit of it up. I can't. Yeah, I can't remember it. Yeah. Well, anyway, to summarise, we, uh, yeah, we've we've had a, a fruitful friendship. Fruitful <laughs> friendship. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Oh, but I do find it interesting how the, uh, I suppose they are habits or the uh, the hobbies, I mean, that's a better word, the hobbies that we had as kids and now we're actually doing them as, as our full-time jobs. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's cool. It's if you cool. can class prancing around to a share workout dvd or hobby but there you go yeah i think you can i think you can do that but then we've also like had so many so many good memories of being away but also just funny times like what's when your what's your favorite memory oh, of us what away well away or just great times in general 
Well, I mean, it's definitely difficult to choose. Ibiza has got to be one of my favourite ones. <laughs> oh, I'm being no. extra. You're being a little bit extra. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Nothing. That was, um, that was I a mean, great time. That was a good time. I mean, also the fact that you ordered us an anchovy pizza and I've never tasted something so salty in all of my life. It was a particularly salty pizza, oh, though. I do apologise. It was absolutely horrific. But that... Ibiza, and then I think when we went to um, Loch Ness, when we were like... Oh, my goodness, yeah, we went with my dad and my sister. Yeah. And do you remember when there were those uh, tourists, like, waiting to go on the uh, like the boat tour, and we, yeah. we were shouting out the window to them, hey, look, there's Nessie! Yeah. And then they got the cameras out, and we're like, oh, my God, where is he? <laughs> and we actually saw him at a tourist centre. What, Nessie? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a, it was just a toy one, wasn't it? A real one. But then that video of that what that old Scottish woman who was saying that she's seen oh with the lamb in his mouth, yeah, walking across the <laughs> walking across the room. They think you've had a bitch too much whiskey, hon. Uh, well, and I think that we just then latched onto that, didn't we? We yeah. just could not get that. We just kept shouting lamb at each other. I think my dad will remember us like writhing around on the floor in the cottage of where we were staying, just shouting lamb and he was like, I just don't know what's going on here. Which one when I photoshopped that lamb into the picture and it was like the height of technology. Oh my do goodness, yeah, do you remember that? That was that was before you could do anything edit like before Canva and before anything else. And now that look was at you. Imagine if you had your Canva skills back then. I'm telling you, I could have been I could have been a TikToker. The old joke I didn't want to be. I think um uh, one of my favourite times when we went to Vegas, went to Vegas for our 30th. And we, I mean, I don't know where we'd been, but we'd been on like a night out. We were all like done up to the nines. We'd been to a pool party. Like, well, yeah, we'd been to a pool party in the day and then we were going out, like just Fremont out, Street. out. We went to Fremont Street and we somehow managed to zip line across Vegas in these dresses. <laughs> and that has to be like the funniest thing ever. Everyone else is there in like casual jeans getting ready to get strapped up into this harness. And then there we are, all completely done up for a night out, ready to go on a zip line. But then it was funny because we were in the queue and they had loads of signs saying no drinks and we were there with frozen margaritas, like, <laughs> la, 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 Oh, God. <laughs> Brilliant. Have you got any other funny... Have you got any other favourite memories? Because... Uh, oh, my goodness. Right, yes, I do, actually. Now, this was at Christmas time. Oh. And our uh, Christmases are quite notorious for getting a bit out of hand. As in, well, we get we used to get together, didn't we, on Christmas Eve, do a big... Christmas present, Eve Eve. Christmas Eve Eve, sorry. And do a big present swap, cheese, wine, you name it. But one particular year when we were when you were at the bungalow yeah. with Andrew, shout out shout to... Shout out her, to the bungalow. Shout out to Nolsey. Shout out to Blackfish. <laughs> and we all got rather drunk and... Well... We've got you had, did you have a rip in your jeans? Was there already a rip there? Yeah, no, it was it ripped that night. But we need to just retract because we also need to do another shout-out because the of reason course. why we were so drunk was because Chloe, shout-out to Chloe. Our friend Chloe Russell. Made limoncello and it was lethal. Like, I cannot believe how much it blew our heads off. Yeah. And I ended up having these jeans on that had a rip in them. But we ended up ripping them more because for some reason we decided that that's what we were going to do. Yeah. And then we ended up cutting the leg off and sticking it on your head. <laughs> and made it as like, fashioned it as a hat. And then Andrew came home and was like, for a start, I don't understand why you're so 
drunk when I've only left you for like two hours? <laughs> and second, why have you got your jeans on your head? And you or said, part of your jeans on your you head? You asked him, oh, what do you think about it? And you just turned around and went, horrific. Horrific, <laughs> horrific. <laughs> oh, honestly, so funny. But I think like one of the, one of the mega things is that we've shared... We've shared so many memories, but I think what's so nice is that recently, especially in this past year, because of everything that's been going on, I didn't actually think it was possible to be any closer to you, but I feel like it's just been so nice to be going through something and experience this type of journey and to have anyone else to talk to, I think is amazing, but to be able to like, speak to your best mate. Absolutely. I mean, and it's it's... It's horrible that we've both had to go through something like that. But mm. at the same time, I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't had somebody like you there as well at the same time. Oh, back at you, babes. Yeah. I believe like everything happens for a reason. And I think that's like one. But then that's what I think is really weird. Like I've always said to you, I can't, we should do a podcast, we should do a podcast. And there's never really been a reason. No, we just wanted just like, to just talk because we think that we're hilarious. Yeah, but that's not really what me and what people yeah. want to listen to. But the fact that now we've actually got something worthwhile to speak about, I think that is, that's pretty wild, really, when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It's come proper full circle. It really has. Um, and, like, hopefully you guys, like, listening, you can find us relatable. You can, you know, maybe even sit there and listen and even consider us as your friends. Well, that's certainly yes. what we want to try and create. The more, the merrier. Yeah, the more, the merrier. Um, so on that note, if you know any of you guys do want to hear us discussing any of the topics or if you have any questions or maybe you want to come forward and share your own experiences on the mm. show, then like please do get in touch. Because, you know, a problem shared is a problem hard. That's it. And I think like one of the, one of the big reasons why... You know, we wanted to call it Don't Tell Me I'm Overreacting is because there's been situations recently in the past years for both of us where we've sat and questioned... Oh, yeah, know, our reactions. Yeah, yeah like, is it us? Like, are we overreacting? Like, like, and I think I think when sometimes you're feeling like that, you just need someone or somewhere to turn to just for that validation that, no, you are well within your rights to feel the way you feel and, no, this, is, this needs to be explored or this needs to be pushed, so... Like Siobhan said, if we can help help you, you know, navigate yourselves and just even offer like a friendly ear, then absolutely that's that's what we want this to be about for sure. Because we know that we're not the only ones who are experiencing these things. And, you know, there's going to be people experiencing so many other different things. So it's just important to us to create a platform that people can come to to know that they're not alone. Absolutely. And just on that note as well, if you're worried it's going to be us talking about biscuits and chocolate the entire time, <laughs> it's, I mean, well, we can do that if you want, but we are going to get some uh, leading health professionals on the show as well, mm -hmm. uh, as well as talking to people who've agreed to come and share their experiences. But we will be speaking to the experts uh, and asking them questions as well. So if you, you know, if you really, if you do have any questions, please, please, please do send them in to us so that we can we can ask the people who know best. Definitely. And if you're thinking, right, okay, well, how or where do I get in contact with you? Then you can on social media. Yes, yes. I've, of course, hooked us up with our very own social media page at Don't Tell Me I'm Ovary, O-V-A-R-Y, you know, they forgot it then, acting. 
And that's it. You can follow us, like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. And if you think there's someone out there who needs to kind of know that they're not alone, someone might be having a similar experience, then please feel free to share it with them because, like Siobhan said, a problem shared is a problem halved. And on that note, that wraps up the very first episode. We hope we've given you a bit of an insight into us, the reason why we're doing this, our friendship, Maybe you like what you heard and you're ready to come back for more. Maybe you want to hear more about David Bowie. (laughs) (laughs) That can be arranged, 100%. Yeah. But more importantly, we look forward to sharing with you all the rest of our information. And yeah, we look forward to bringing you the the next podcast next month. Over and out, guys. Over and out.